This podcast has been canceled. Episode of the Million Ex-Girlfriends Podcast with your host Juan Sanchez. Uh, today is episode 10, and we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about some things. We're gonna be talking about some stuff that's been on my mind. Uh, I want to kick it off first by saying, wash your damn legs. Now, I was listening to the Friends Own podcast recently, and you know they they talking about things going on on Twitter and people not washing their legs. And that's just nasty. That's so disgusting. Soap cascading down your body does not do it. You gotta get in there, alright? You gotta get something on it, and you got to scrub, okay? You got to get something on your leg and clean it. You got to, see? See, you got to let the water run down it. If you're listening, you can't see this, but on the video podcast, I am actually actively showing you how to exfoliate a motherfucker, alright? Wash your damn legs. And also, take a shower when you get out of a public pool. Chlorine is nasty as fuck, yo. Seriously. Anyway, that being said, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk uh, briefly about these next two points, these stories that have been in the news. Well, I guess one's a story that's been in the news. The other is about a, a, a story that was a story, and it's, it's related to the story. But anyway... Recently, Scarlett Johansson was scheduled or was or was class cast set to play a trans woman in a movie, and there was all kinds of backlash, and people were like, "Man, Scarlett Johansson's not a trans woman; she can't play a trans woman." Because you know, when you're acting, people can't act like things they aren't. Because Robert Downey Jr. actually owns an Iron Man suit. And uh, uh, Christian Bale actually uh, runs around punching people in the face at night. It's ridiculous. I mean, women have played men before in movies, and men have played women throughout history. So that part of it I'm a little bit lost on. And also, if you wanted to win transphobes, that would have been the way to do it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not transphobic. I just like women. However... If a, if a, if a woman, if, if a person with a dick and tits looks like Scarlett Johansson, I might just have to swallow that whole dick. Like, I'd seriously give it a shot. But, yeah, she should have been, she should have been allowed to play that role. Stupid, stupid politics. Also, speaking of stupid politics... Um, Aziz Ansari put out a special recently. Um, I'm not going to talk about that whole debacle, that whole era. I have my own opinions on it, but, uh, I'm just going to say that there was some justice served and there was also a lot of injustice done. Anyway, Aziz seems to have landed on his feet after his run-in with the Me Too era. And, uh, it was just very, it was very... It was not a typical 
stand-up comedy special like I would expect. Uh, it was very thoughtful, very thought-provoking. Spike Jones directed it, so it does get very... It gets very... It gets heavy at times. Spike knows how to move... Spike knows where to set up cameras around the stage. He knows how to capture Aziz's performance. And Aziz is just open and honest. And he's hilarious. I never gave a shit about Aziz Ansari before. Like, I knew he was a funny guy, but I just... He never came across my radar. Um... I'm glad he's doing better now. I'm glad he came up right side up after that situation. So, recently, when I was working, I have a job. Sometimes I drive out towards Connecticut on that job. Um, I had to... I was stopping at a Dunkin' Donuts to get some food in the morning. Now, there was a long line at the drive-thru going around the building. Inside was kind of a line. When I went in... There was a woman in front of me ordering a big order. I think she was ordering for like a work party or something because she had a whole list that she was ordering. And she went down the line. She was, she, she was doing her thing. There was a person in line in front of me. And then me. So I'm just waiting, waiting, thinking about what do I want. Thinking about stuff. You know, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? Probably thinking about boobs. Um... Probably thinking about uh, Scarlett Johansson having a dick and whether or not I would take it all. Uh, and then I just hear some noise from like my right. It's just getting louder and louder. And I look over and I realize that there's a there's a worker behind the counter having a confrontation with this customer who just ordered all this food. Now normally I, I've worked in service, so normally that wouldn't really be a thing to me, except the lady with the big order was a was a black woman um, and the lady behind the counter the the worker who was having this confrontation with her was a white woman and she was being excessively shitty towards this black woman for no reason and again this is just my perspective this is what my perception this is what I thought I saw um, it seemed to me like the black woman had just you know she was missing something from her order, so she was asking for it, and then the lady behind the counter started giving her shit for it. Like, she started, and again, like I said, I didn't really hear what was going on. This is what I could gather from what had just happened. All of a sudden, I just hear the noise. It gets louder and louder, and I look over, and then at one point, I see the black lady, um, young woman, maybe a couple years older than me at most, a beautiful woman dressed very well. She told this woman, working behind the counter, uh, something about, I don't remember the exact wording she used, but basically she lined the woman up and said, I'm not looking for, maybe she didn't say I'm look, not looking for problems. I don't remember the exact thing she said. I just remember she took control of that, very cool, very cool, very calm, very collected, didn't freak out on her, didn't get loud and animated, didn't match the energy back. Nah, she just looked at her, told her what it was, told her what's up, told her she's not going to take that shit from her, grabbed her stuff, and started to head out the door. Now, at some point, I was having a hard time paying attention because I was watching that going on, and I hear, excuse me, excuse me, you next, do you want anything? What do you want? I just, it was the woman who was supposed to take my order. 
So I look at her, I look up at the menu, I look over at what just happened, and I go, nah, I'm good. And I turned around and I walked to the door and both me and the, the young black woman, uh, you know, met past at the door. I opened the door for her and let her out. And uh, I didn't say anything to her. I wanted to, something like, you know, you know how white people be or something like that. I'm glad I didn't because that just would have been unnecessary. But, uh, yeah, I'm an, I'm an inter-ethnic mixed, I'm an inter-ethnic mixed race white boy. Um, I just, I see, I see, I see you. I see you, white people. Even when you don't see yourself. Even when you think you're being slick. Even when you think you're getting away with something. I see you. I've worked in service before. That woman was personally attacking, that woman behind the counter was personally attacking that black woman for some reason. It might not have been a racist reason, but you won't be able to tell me that it's not. I saw a short, fat, ugly, horrid, busted ass looking white woman working behind the counter, yelling at a beautiful, uh, tall, well-dressed, affluent looking black woman in Stonington, Connecticut on 19 Hickey Drive. Don't fucking go there. That's what I saw. I saw somebody getting mad at somebody else because they had something they didn't and also the color of their skin. So I don't, I don't fuck with racism. I don't do it. I'm not about it. And I just don't like it. Um, now, I don't know any of the people in there. I don't go in there very often. But I did see a bunch of the white people standing behind the counter kind of standing around and staring at the situation. And again, I've worked in service before. When somebody gets into a confrontation with a customer, you keep moving and doing your job. You do your job. The person who helps the person, the person who helps the person dealing with the customer is the manager. And they're the only person who has the authority or should even give a shit. They're the only person who should give a shit. Tell me why the fuck, when this woman is arguing with this black woman, there's four people behind the counter standing and staring at this confrontation. Meanwhile, there's a line of cars around the fucking drive-thru and one person struggling by themselves in the drive-thru window. Can you tell me that? Can't tell me that wasn't racism. Um, you weren't there. I'm probably not even communicating the information right because... Every time we talk about things, it's a big old game of telephone, but I know what I saw, I know what I experienced, I know what I've been through myself, and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't going to spend money there, I wasn't going to, I, because, and I always handsomely tip people because I used to work in service, so I can't order food without tipping them, so I'm going to order food and not fucking tip them, I'm going to spend money at this establishment, and again, not Dunkin' Donuts, the chain itself, just this one particular Dunkin' Donuts, on 19 Hickey Drive in Stonington, Connecticut. Um, I, just, I can't. I can't. I just can't. If you ever have to fuck with a non-white person for any reason, you're no friend of mine. That's the long and the short of that. And that actually parlays nicely into the next thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about this book, which I've tried to talk about before, 
but it's never made it to the official, you know, podcast feed. Um, this book is called Loving, Interracial Intimacy in America and the Threat to White Supremacy by Cheryl Cashin. Uh, now, to be honest, I ordered this book randomly from Amazon because I was doing a paper about interracial marriage in America because I thought I had a point to make about something. Um, let me read the back to you. Drawing from the earliest chapters in U.S. history, legal scholar Cheryl Cashin reveals the enduring legacy of white supremacy in America, tracing the invention of white whiteness across four centuries and generations of power-hungry dog whistlers who use the color line to divide struggling whites and people of color. Cashin argues that despite the ruling class's best efforts, there have always been ardent integrators who dared to love and marry across racial boundaries. In the 50 years since the Lovings won the Supreme Court case that ended the bans on interracial marriage, rising rates of interracial intimacy, including cross-racial adoption, romance, and friendship, combined with demographic and generational change, have resulted in an ascendant coalition of culturally dexterous whites and people of color. Now you're speaking my language. Accessible and sharp, Loving offers a hopeful treatise on the treatise treatise. Accessible and sharp, Loving offers a hopeful treatise on the future of race relations and reanimates the possibility of a society where interracial understanding serves as a catalyst for a social revolution ending not in artificial colorblindness, but in a culture where acceptance and difference are celebrated. That is all right up my alley. Um, there's a lot of different stories and accountings of things that happened all across the history of anti-miscegenation. There's references to mixed race celebrities and their own personal stories, uh, legal woes, uh, the lovings. There's a lot of things going on here. Cheryl Cashin, Cashin, sorry, professor of law at Georgetown University is the author of The Agitator's Daughter, The Failures of Integration, and Place Not Race. She's a frequent commentator on law and race relations on NPR, CNN, ABC News, and MSNBC. So, yeah, again, inter-ethnic, mixed-race white boy. Um, been mostly attracted to dark women, darker women my whole life. That's just how that goes. So, check this out. Read this. Uh, you know, that's, that's the way the country's going. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like one of those Hershey's with the chocolate and the, and the white chocolate and it's all wrapped around together and it's, it's beautiful and it tastes really fucking good. And, uh, I'm not going to talk about any, uh, music or TV today. I'm going to try to keep this on the, actually that, that's a lie. I am going to talk a little bit about some TV. Um, Dear White People, season three is coming out on August 2nd. And uh, I'm just, I'm been looking forward to it. Dear White People is one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, it The second season isn't as good as the first one. In my opinion, the first season, you know, takes the divide of black and white people at this college and you know, makes a whole, makes like this whole interesting, like non-linear time jumping narrative out of it. And then the second one, the second season has this like overarching, like secret society storyline that drives the plot forward. And it's really kind of 
weird because there was no mention of the secret society in the first season. Like in the first season, it was just specifically about race and race relations and, you know, people and stuff. And then in the second one, it's all about the second season. There's the secret society storyline that's like backing everything. I don't know what it's adding up to. And that's why I'm looking forward to seeing what happens because a uh, little spoiler alert, John Carlo Esposito plays the narrator throughout this um, series. You never see him. You only hear his voice. And then at the very end, two of the main characters are in this room together. And then Giancarlo Esposito walks out and talks directly to the camera. And that's it. Season two, end, over, right there. That's fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to season three of Dear White People. I'm also looking forward to season three of The Dragon Prince. Great anime, created by one of the guys who created Avatar, Last Airbender. Check that shit out if you like awesome writing, deep storylines, good animation, action scenes, characters, acting, voice performances, all that shit. Check it out if you like that. And the last thing I want to mention in the TV realm is I just started watching Stranger Things. Uh, I only watched the first episode, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch some more of that and see what that's about. I want to see what that show is about, what all the hullabaloo is. And no music segment today. But I do want to recommend that you listen to Carly Rae Jepsen's new album, Dedicated. Carly Rae, the only, the only problem I ever have when she releases a project, like a music video or something, is that she never becomes my girlfriend. <laughs> but seriously though, uh, she sings very well. She has a very beautiful voice. I find myself, it's, I've said before that listening to women's voices is very soothing and lulling. Um, I've actually straight up just fell asleep listening to Carly Rae Jepsen before because her voice has this very lullaby, like nurturing, not lullaby, but it does have a very a, a soft nurturing um, aspect to it. I like how she's always singing about being in love and stuff and uh, just, uh, I like that. I'm a, I'm a romantic. I like sweet, cute stuff like that. Love is good. Love is cute. Love is fun. Love is cool. So, anyway, that's that. I want to keep this one a little bit on the shorter side. Fun fact, I've actually tried recording... I actually tried recording this episode before, but I didn't like it. I didn't like where it went. I didn't feel like it served the overall purpose of what I'm trying to go for with this podcast. So I scrapped it. I might cut a couple clips from it because there were some things I thought were funny in there, but overall, the episode itself was trash. So, that's one to the wind, and I'm very happy I did this one. Uh, it's hot as hell in here, so I know I'm going to look super red on the recording. I don't, I don't give a shit, baby. That's, that's, what, that's what we do. This podcast is real. It's raw. It's badly lit. It sounds bad because the room isn't soundproof properly, and it's just, it's just great. That's, that's what we do here. We have, you know, we like to have fun, baby. Um... I want to shout out Jesse Piff. Jesse Piff has just been a valuable acquaintance this year. A lot of great advice, a lot of words of encouragement. Um, I like the music he puts out. So, Jesse, you do you, man. Uh, I'm very proud of you. I look forward to the things that, that you're going to do. Anyway, that's that. MXG Pod signing out for now. Bye.